0: Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Let's wrap up all the news from across St. Louis from today and also say goodbye to our Kevin Colleen in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Friday, August 18th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. New sheriff in town. And we're going to do it the right way. Transparency and efficiency. That's the message that Jennings Mayor Gary Johnson wanted to deliver to the residents of Jennings in today's news conference, responding to allegations levied against him by former employees. Mayor Johnson says those employees held multiple positions, which represented a conflict of interest. He also details what he believes was the use of insider knowledge behind a contract getting awarded.
1: We had reputable companies that bid in on that, and they came over uh, two hundred thousand dollars. But we had one company who I would I would assume had uh, inside knowledge and at $180,000 and got the contract.
0: Mayor Johnson says he doesn't anticipate any more city workers will quit. A new audit of Missouri's Department of Health and Senior Services and the state's cannabis program is underway. Missouri State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick says that it's a misconception that the office will focus on private businesses. We're looking at specifically the, you know, the department's implementation of the constitutional provisions that were enacted, uh, the rules that they promulgated,
2: and making sure that know that they're uh, following the law and running the program according to the will of the voters as it was implemented in the constitution.
0: Fitzpatrick points out the complexity of the regulations noting that they now make up nearly one-fifth of all the language in the state's constitution. Citizens from Francis Howe School District showed up to voice their opinions about an anti-racism resolution. However, no decision was made last night by the board about changes. It is still set to expire in October. The anti-racism resolution created in 2020 following George Floyd's murder was masterfully written. However, I
2: wasn't shocked to learn that it was shot down this year
0: in 2023. It would be beneficial that we have one unified mission statement uh, that the board, the staff, the teachers and the citizens could agree on. The board voted last month to do away with the resolution. The board president says he's open to making changes and may reinstate it. St. Louis Sheriff Vernon Betts explains his reasoning behind going around the usual protocol in hiring 16 new deputies. Betts knew those deputies needed to be approved by a panel of eight St. Louis judges before being hired. However, after attempts to track down the presiding judge, he decided to hire them anyway to avoid the ship from sinking.
2: We'd take them to get a physical... He runs the name, so see if they got anything in the background. And then we let the judges then uh, interview these people.
0: Bets adds that the newly hired deputies began their first year on probation and could be let go if the panel of judges finds any issues. Sean Malone, KMOX News. They were prosecutors in Afghanistan before the collapse, going after the bad guys. Now some of the bad guys are going after them. St. Louis
1: County Prosecutor Wesley Bell is concerned about the safety of those Afghan prosecutors. He's part of a national effort of prosecutors promoting a plan to rescue them.
2: Afghan prosecutors at that, you know, who were doing that work uh, prior to that, are now being targeted. Um, There are reports of them being tortured
0: and killed.
1: The Association of Prosecuting Attorneys is trying to raise $15 million to save 1,500 Afghan prosecutors and their families by evacuating them to safer countries. For more information, you can Google prosecutors for
0: prosecutors. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. A former St. Louis Rams player faces charges in South Carolina for allegedly hitting several parked cars, a gate and a light post, being belligerent to neighbors and then leaving the scene. Robert Quinn faces charges of assault, battery, hit and run and leaving the scene in Somerville. In 2012, Quinn was charged with DWI and driving without insurance by Florissant police after a single car crash. Quinn played seven years in the NFL. The state fairgrounds in west central Missouri Sedalia have been packed for the entire state fair and they'll be busy for tonight's performance by Nelly.
3: The State Department of Agriculture says Nelly's concert is close to a sellout. That would be 10,000 tickets. They've already sold more than 9,000 of them. They're encouraging you to get your tickets now. The concert begins at 7:30. Gates will open at 6 p.m. in Sedalia. The governor's ham breakfast was a sellout on Thursday. More than thousand tickets sold, including some standing room only tickets. The 2023 Missouri State Fair wraps up on Sunday. Brian Camel X News.
0: After a long legal fight, the battle over who will own the Fox Theater is almost over. Fox Associates,
2: which owned a portion of the theater but leased the rest from Foxland, Inc., is now acquiring Foxland's portion of the historic Grand Center landmark. Sale price not revealed. A 99-year ground lease was set to expire in 2025, and Fox Associates filed suit saying Foxland refused to extend the lease or sell at a reasonable price, with Foxland saying it would take over operations at the theater. That won't happen now, and Fox Associates just signed a multi-year deal for short-run Broadway shows at Steeple Theater. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News.
0: No riding the Loop Trolley this coming Sunday. The trolley's operators at Metro Transit say because of the forecast 100-degree temperatures, it'll be too dangerous to ride in the unair conditioned trolley cars. As we continue on KMOX, we've got the retirement... From journalism of our own Kevin Colleen to think about today. It's his last day in the newsroom, and uh, we want to hear from one of Kevin's first bosses, Don Corrigan, publisher of the Webster Kirkwood Times.
2: Kind of got started in journalism with the Webster Kirkwood Times, and he always had a great sense of humor, sometimes a little snarky, and uh, so he would publish feature stories, and usually you don't get a lot of a lot of uh, people upset with feature stories (laughs) but kevin kevin could manage to do that it was pretty funny even did a even did a ghost story where he had somebody ready to sue us because he he, they said that they wouldn't be able to sell our house after what kevin did
0: (laughs) because because their house was allegedly haunted
2: yes yeah so i I consulted my libel lawyer and he said he thought we were pretty safe
0: (laughs) what's it been like knowing Kevin from the beginning and watching him, you know, rise up, uh, you know, at KMOX and become, you know, this, uh, he's on the Mount Rushmore, you could say, of uh, broadcasters in St. Louis now.
2: He is on the Mount Rushmore of uh, broadcasters in St. Louis. And he, um, that's where he belonged. I mean, he, he was great in print journalism, but he really had a voice and a sense of humor that was perfect for radio. And his morning shows, how he managed to dig out the quirky stuff, and put it together in, uh, you know, vignettes of of a few minutes, but would leave you laughing for the rest of the day.
0: Corrigan says Kevin never forgot where he came from, and he'd often return to the Webster-Kirkwood Times to check out their morgue or their archives for story ideas.
2: Kevin, I mean, he's such a down-to-earth guy, and uh, he loved going to the uh, garage sales with his mother, I would go to a garage sale with my wife once, once in a while, you know, once or twice a year. But I would always manage to run into Kevin on the on the garage sale route. And I think he also got a lot of good ideas for the kind of journalism that he did from uh, seeing what was uh, on sale at garage sales and also talking to the people. He great people talker, great guy. Uh, there was nobody that he couldn't uh, strike up a conversation
0: with. So, Don, as we you know, we think about the the transition in society with new journalists coming into the profession. What would you say if they look at Kevin Colleen? What's the lesson? Why is Kevin so good at what he does, and and what can others learn from him?
2: I think that new journalists can learn from Kevin Colleen not to take themselves too seriously, and uh, not to get so caught up in you know the culture wars and and that sort of thing, because Kevin uh, just found good and fun in people on all sides of politics. And, you know, so he, uh, in these culture warrior times, he's a breath of fresh air. He, he could make people laugh no matter what side of the political fence they might be
0: on. And now let's hear from KMOX alum, retired anchor, Bill Reeker, about what he remembers from working next to Kevin Colleen for so many years.
3: He, he's watching you. His character is that uh, he'll slip a line or a word in a conversation or a gesture, and if you notice it, you'll see uh, like a little gleam in his eye. And that's kind of his character. He, he enjoys people banter if you want want to put it that way, I suppose. But, um, yeah, that's that's Kevin. I mean, we all know him as a guy who asks hard questions. He draws a good picture when he's at the scene of something. But his craft goes well beyond that. He notices every little thing. I mean, if you wanted to write a book about Kevin, you could call it Every Little Thing.
0: Every Little Thing. And Kevin's trademark approach.
3: Uh, I think we all remember the time he uh, ran next to somebody who, <laughs> who he wanted to interview but who didn't want to be interviewed <laughs> and, <laughs> and did the interview. And I, he kind of goes to the school of reporting that I subscribe to, and that, that is that sometimes the question is more important than the answer. Because a lot of times you don't get an answer, you get a response. And he's real good about, you know, conveying that. When he asked the question, if, if the person may have blinked three times and looked at their shoes, he'll put that in the story. <laughs> so he's 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 very, very observant. Like I said, you're being
0: watched. Every little thing. That is retired anchor Bill Reeker and Don Corrigan of the Webster Kirkwood Times helping us send off longtime and beloved KMOXer Kevin Colleen. Time for a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. It is time for the very last whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. And tonight Kevin is getting ready to say so long.
1: It was on a snowy morning when I was a boy hoping for a a snow day that I first heard the song of KMOX. KMOX used to be on every room in the house and mostly from the radio on my mother's kitchen windowsill. Here was a place where adults like Bob Hardy and Rex Davis and Ann Keefe, Bruce Bradley, were arguing about the adult issues of the day. I didn't care about the issues, but I loved the way they would interrupt each other and have such fun just clashing verbal swords on the air. And then there was Jack Carney. My mother was always laughing at him, and I would hear about how people would listen in the parking lot in their cars before they would trudge into work for another day in in the salt mines. Somehow I ended up working at KMOX and I chased the wind of news for 28 years. There were election nights and murder trials, bank robberies and ribbon cuttings where we would corner some mayor and cut him to ribbons with questions. I got to work with the likes of Bob Hamilton, Bill Reeker, Carol Daniel, Megan Lynch, Debbie Monterey, Roger Grand and Michael Calhoun. Jack Buck was even around when I was a, a, new, a newbie, and he would come up to my desk and say, Hey, you mind if I read you a poem I'm working on? How could you say no? Jim White was also very kind to me. He used to say, Colleen, nobody in management is thinking, how can I make Kevin Colleen a star? That is up to you, he would say, and I guess that applies to all jobs out there. Well, I never did become a star, but like the loop trolley, I managed to stay on the track somehow, and now that it's time to say goodbye, what are people saying around the office? My wife said I should sum this all up, uh, tie it all into a bow, what KMOX and a whole other story has meant to me, but I really, I, I have no idea myself what it's all meant. I think the closest I ever came to understanding my work was once at a picnic. It was in the potato salad line. It was Charlie Brennan's producer, Chris Myhill, was there with his mother, a wonderful woman, a white-haired woman, very soft-spoken, and Chris Myhill's mother smiled at me and said, you're Kevin Colleen. I have to tell you, you have a very interesting way of talking in a long roundabout way in circles and somersaults and loops to loops, and then landing the plane and arriving at nothing. With a whole nother
0: story, I'm Kevin Colleen. Now, baby, listen,
2: baby, don't you treat me this away.
0: Well, we've got him in studio right now, and I've got a full plate from my classic audio list, Kevin Colleen.
1: I should knock on wood when I say this, don't I, always? You can tell it's uh, cold
0: because I can't speak. When Kevin leaves us, we'll be saying, We don't seem to have a grip on anything. And we'll be done with saying, Hey, Kevin. We don't want to get in trouble, so you better behave. But we won't miss you blowing your nose in the background of our stories. Congressman
3: Lacey Clay says he's eager to hear from former FBI Director James Comey next week, and he hopes his House committee also gets a crack at him.
0: Or chomping on sodium snacks. Preparing for heavy rain. Any kind
3: of clog in the city system can ultimately lead to backups. I'm
0: Maria Kina with what? <laughs> And Kevin, nobody <laughs> describes a scene like you. Pitch black.
1: It's like the darkest, wettest Halloween you've ever seen. The awning on a ranch house, that you can imagine grandma walking in last Thanksgiving with her her stuffing is now ripped up and thrown on the hedge.
0: You've even gotten sloshed for us on more than one occasion.
1: That's
3: right. Oh <laughs>
2: they
1: got us! Oh,
0: and I just got sloshed.
1: How about some life advice? I only deploy the long underwear if it gets down to single digits. Okay, okay.
0: Time to get serious. Kevin, I need to bring in another St. Louis legend to finish this out. Yes? The best thing to happen to me was to get to sit next to you.
1: And your support and your friendship
0: has meant everything to me. And I miss you so much. my
1: that's Mike Bush when he said goodnight to Karen Foss,
0: and this is just as momentous of an occasion.
1: <clears throat> well, I hope you won't cry because it's really uh, it's a painless separation of a man who is uh, leaving just before his he begins to fade, but. Uh, We've had a lot of fun here, and I noticed right after my announcement came out, we won an Edward R. Murrow Award, so Mm -hmm. it had a positive effect on the (laughs) station. Uh, And we won that award because this is a place where everybody's different, and they jump together, and they get it done. When there's a big story, don't mess around. I'll still be listening to KMOX, because I know the dream, the Highland dream, the Bob Hardy dream, the John Butler, Beth Colgan dream will still be here
0: in the air. Well... We won't be losing touch with you. This is like a family here, and it's uh, we're, we're going to miss you, but we'll be in touch. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Michael Calhoun. St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX News Team.